I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got something a little bit different tonight. Uh, I wish I would have thought of this idea earlier in the year, but we're going to do it from now on for the rest of the season, I think, and I hope you guys enjoy it. So essentially, if you go onto nrl.com, if you go onto the website there, every single week they have a top 10 plays from round 26, for example. So there's a, it's only a two and a half minute video, and it literally counts down from 10 down to one for the top plays of the week. Now, I have not watched them yet. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to play them one by one. I'm going to pause it after each one and talk about that play. So there's a countdown on the screen that goes 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. I don't think it actually says the numbers 10. So I'll sort of read it to you as we go. But it'll just be my live reaction to NRL.com's uh, top plays of the week. So should be interesting. We'll see how it goes content-wise. If you guys enjoy it, I would be more than happy to react to it every single week. As I said... I have not watched these at all, uh, so we'll see what we get. So starting at number 10, I hope it isn't too loud for you guys, and I'll try and get my timing on these and everything, but number 10, here we go. Here is the man himself, Ryan Pappenhausen, as the fans in raptures, almost 14 months since he suffered that career-threatening patellar injury, he returns today and listen to this reception. That there was number 10, Ryan Pappenhausen returning in round 26. We all remember the injury, of course, all the way back last year when uh, he made a one-on-one tackle on Jack Whiten, a rampaging Jack Whiten. And um, it really has been inspirational watching Ryan Pappenhausen and his return. Um, the beauty of, you know, I, I think a lot of people complain about social media and the, the, there's a lot of negatives to it and stuff, which I completely understand. But good God, when it comes to things like this, there really are some serious positives to social media at the same time. And I think we've seen 
the best of social media when it comes to this. Obviously, watching Pappy and his rehab, uh, watching him go over to the States, and just watching his return via, you know, Q Cup, Host Plus Cup, and all that over the last few weeks. It has been tremendous. So, at number 10, Ryan Pappenhausen returns to first grade. A cracking shout there. I was really, I wasn't sure what these were going to look like, whether it was going to be individual plays, moments, whatever it might be, but I'm glad that moment got a feature. And personally, I probably would have had it a little bit higher than number 10, but we will see how it all plays out. As I said, guys, I'm watching this live. I haven't gone through and watched these, so I've got no idea what's to come uh, or what the sort of criteria is that they do these based on. So this is pretty raw. Let's have a look at number nine. Here's a a ball, Murray Taolangi. Taolangi goes to Drinkwater. Scott Drinkwater is in for North Queensland. Number nine there was the Scott Drinkwater try. I actually thought the pass infield was forward, to be honest with you. Murray Tulungi to Scott Drinkwater. But before that, there was a pass from Tommy Dearden to Murray Tulungi to put him down that wing, and it was an absolute cracker. If you are not watching this live on the top 10 thing and you didn't see the Cowboys game, go and watch it. A brilliant little flat cutout pass thrown there by Tommy Dearden. The development of him over the last few years has been tremendous. And Murray Tulungi, my God, uh, I said it during the Origin series, just watching the way that he played and the amount of tries he saved during that series, it was like Matty Singh and Dane Gagai, you know, just formed together or reincarnated, whatever you want to call it. He had such a fantastic series. And of course, Scotty Drinkwater, what about the finish to his season this year? He has been incredible. Obviously, the Cowboys, uh, they will play this weekend to hopefully uh, get into the finals. And Scott Drinkwater, for the back end of the season, he has just been on another level. And I really do think he's a genuine chance to take home a Dallian medal. Oh, he might have got suspended at the start of the season, which might rule him out, actually. But I think this year he's potentially done enough to put himself up there. 124 Supercoach points on the weekend. I'll tell you what, when I went Cola over Drinkwater, I was very, very... Very nervous. I think Cola just about equaled him with updates. He might go slightly ahead of him, but Scotty Drinkwater, he has had a tremendous season, and I feel like there's a few more highlights to come. Next week, takes on the Penrith Panthers. That's going to be really, really tough. It looks like the Panthers probably won't rest, guys, uh, so that'll be a big test for the North Queensland Cowboys, who are looking to try and lock themselves into finals footy for 2023. Let's have a look at number eight. He's going to go for another two, Daly Cherry. No, he's going to give it to Gordon Tech on top. I changed my mind. Go on, son. That's a great decision. He's looking up at the board. Here he goes. Gordon! Bangs it over. Well done, son. The cheer squad go up. How good was that today? Gordon Chan come Tong taking the shot at goal then, the penalty. Obviously, uh, the Manly Seagulls, they're up by quite a bit. I think it was a short dropout that the, 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 the didn't make the distance by the Doggies. They had the penalty right in front. They took the two, and I remember listening to Blocker and whoever the other commentator was saying, oh, why would they do that? Take the tap. And I remember thinking the same. And then I thought, you know what? I got DC in Supercoach. I'm happy to see him throw over the two points, take the four Supercoach points, and then... He turned around. I wasn't sure what he was doing. He called on Gordon. Now, Gordon is obviously a guy that has come through the Manly Seagulls, uh, a very, very talented nine, and I personally think he'll be an automatic in their 17 next year. I kind of think he should have been this year. I think he should have been there 14 a long time ago. I think Lockie Croker has done a tremendous job for the Manly Seagulls. He's been fantastic. Um, and you know what? I was about to say he's very one-dimensional. He has improved a lot. He hit a 40-20 today that was very impressive. His ball playing around the ruck has improved. There's no doubt about it. But he just doesn't have the running game and the awareness of, uh, of Gordon. So I, I'm really looking forward to seeing him come into that side. And I think that... 
you know, instead of playing Lockie Croker for 80 minutes and sort of making Manly's attack a little bit one-dimensional, I think you're playing for, you know, 50-odd minutes and then 30 minutes in the middle when there's tired bodies out there. Just unleash Gordon. I think he's going to cause absolute havoc next year. Shout-out to the Manly Seagulls. I mean, whether it's their fault or however you want to look at it, I think they've been really unlucky with their hookers. you got to remember a couple of years ago, they had Appy at the club, you know, probably the best nine in rugby league over the last three years. Uh, then they had Nace Finu coming through, who looked like he was going to be the next best hooker in rugby league. So they let Appy go. And then, of course, it all, it all fell through with Nace. Obviously, we know how that played out. Um, so then they ended up with Lockie Croker at nine. He's done a tremendous job, don't get me wrong. But I think through Gordon and in the 14 jersey and potentially just the 9 next year, depending on how it plays out, I don't think so. I think it'll be the 14. But I think they've finally got a guy that can provide a bit of upside. Just keep an eye on him. I think he's a guy, I said it in the preview today, I think he's a guy with a heap of upside. But I also think he's a fantastic personality. I think he'll become a little bit of a cult hero in rugby league. Um, from talking to one of the Manly boys the other day, I sort of said, you know, what's he like around the team and whatnot? And he said, mate, it feels like he's, it's like he's got the confidence of a guy that's played 100 first grade games. He is, he's a humble kid, but he's very, very confident. He's a guy that sort of sets the emotional uh, barometer, I guess you could say, within the squad. So if they need someone to, you know, dance or if they need someone to carry on, crack a joke or whatever it might be, Gordon's sort of their guy already. So once he gets within this squad and everything, I think he's going to have a really positive effect. And I think guys like Tom and Eddie from Hello Sport, I think they're quickly going to learn to absolutely love and adore this guy. So you've got plenty of good guys in rugby league. I think Gordon's going to be another one of them. Shout out to Ella. Uh, obviously a huge Manly Seagulls fan. He'd been over in Europe the last few weeks. She's been calling it come watch for a long time. And he finally made his debut today. And it was great to see that Ella was able to be there. I know for a fact that Gordon even spoke to Ella this week. So great fan interaction. Just shows the sort of fellow that he is. So great scenes. Let's move on to number seven. Arcee Penasini. He's going to get a fourth try by Casebo. What a night for the Fijian winger. That was too easy. Geez, doesn't this upset feel like an age ago now? Thursday night, Mike Acevo scoring four tries for the Parramatta Eels. Unbelievable. Against the Penrith Panthers at Penrith. I would love to know uh, how many guys have scored more than two tries against the Panthers at Penrith over the last few years. He scored a try in the third, the 19th, the 23rd, and of course, the 72nd minute to lock up that victory for the Parramatta Eels. Just having a look at, I'm going to get these stats open here to see where we're at as far as try scoring lists. I don't keep too much of a close eye on this sort of stuff, but someone messaged me the other day and said that it's really starting to heat up. So you've got Jermaine Osako, he is on 23 tries, DWZ on 21, AJ on 21, Dom Young on 21. Mike Acevo's only on 20, is that? Is that after that game or not? I assume it must be. Maybe it's not. Uh, but yeah, tremendous effort. And it's all going to heat up, obviously, in the last round. Unfortunately, Acevo uh, obviously has a bye in the last week. So that will be where his try scoring will stop. But I would argue this has been a reasonably quiet try scoring season by his standards. I don't feel like he's been absolutely braining it or anything like that. And he's on 20 tries from 20 games. So pretty damn impressive. Obviously scored four in the last week, but it's not like he scored four in the last week against the Wooden Spoon side. They won by 60. It was against Penrith at Penrith. So full credit to him. Very, very impressive. Let's move to number six. Cherry Evans left. Someone not happy with the pass. Canterbury have come up with it. Wilson got it away. Here's Averillo. He'll spin away and score for Canterbury. Number six there was a try to Jake Avrilo. Now, the Canterbury Bulldogs, they did not have much to celebrate this afternoon, and this is probably a try. 
I didn't really expect to see in this list, if I'm being completely honest with you. I probably wouldn't have had it in this list, let alone this high. Uh, but a nice little moment for Jake Avrillo. was one of the few mistakes that DCE made in this game. Threw a ball to ground. They managed to keep it in. Blake Wilson scooped it up, then managed to find Jake Avrillo on the inside to run away. Lightning quick, Jake Avrillo. I think he's going to be a fantastic signing uh, for the Dolphins next year. I cannot wait to see uh, what Wayne Bennett does with him. I'm not sure what position it'll be. I don't know when in the season it'll be, but at some point we'll be talking about Jake Avrillo as a fantastic signing. And as much as he doesn't have like a certain position that he plays for Canterbury, I think at some point next year we're going to look back and go, geez, wouldn't it be handy to have Jake Avrillo in that spot right now? I do think he's very, very underrated. Uh, an interesting selection in this list. I probably wouldn't have had it in there, but you can't win them all. Let's move to number five. What about this shot from Radley on Isaiah Papali'i? A big shot. It was uh, a little bit reminiscent of Simon Dwyer on uh, JWH a couple of years ago. I was, uh, what was it? A couple of years ago. Jeez, 13 years ago. 2010, I think that was. A long time ago. Very, very similar shot. Victor Radley's had a pretty disappointing season. Uh, as, you all, as you guys all know, I am the biggest fan of Victor Radley in the world. Uh, but there is no doubt whatsoever the last few years have been very, very disappointing by his standards when you consider where he's come from. Uh, he is Victor the Inflictor. That's what we call him. Uh, and he does have these huge shots in him. His tackle technique is unbelievable. And considering the size of him, the shots that he puts on, they just blow me away. So in what has been a disappointing season, a very disappointing season for Victor, and a disappointing, I don't know, three years now, realistically, probably since they won the comp, uh, it is good to see these little highlights from Radley. I will always be a fan of Victor Radley. I know the sort of ability that he's got. But at the moment, I do think it's going to waste to some extent. I really do, and I, I am shocked by how this has all turned out over the last couple of years. So hopefully, Victor can wind the clock back and get back to his absolute best footy, because if he does, the Roosters, they are going to be a force to be reckoned with once again. Let's move to number four. Thomas Weaver again down low. He's been terrific with those legs tackles. The rookie halfback, Munster showing it, goes his way in behind everybody. Gives it to Vintage Cameron Munster on this play. He is an absolute freak when he gets going in these moments. You saw him go down the short side there and just cut through completely untouched and find Xavier Coates on his outside who, shout out to Xavier Coates, you know, since Origin, that to be honest with you, would I have picked him there? No, I wouldn't have. Uh, he's done really, really well. He's turned his season around. I wouldn't have picked him in Origin because I didn't think he was playing good enough footy, but since then, he has been playing some fantastic rugby league. Scored three tries on the weekend against the Gold Coast. Titans. He was good in the air. He was good just running off Cam Munster. And he's one of those guys that when he arrived at the Melbourne Storm, I thought he was just going to jump out of the earth and blow it away and be the best winger in rugby league. Hasn't quite played out like that. But geez, over the last few weeks, he is starting to play some really, really good footy, Xavier Coates. I don't have it in front of me. I'm just getting it up now. But I do have a feeling that over the last few weeks, he has scored a fair whack of tries. This season, 16 tries from 20 appearances. Scored three this week, scored one the week before that. To be fair, the three weeks before that, he didn't score a try. Then he had three the week before that. So since Origin, he's had, what is it, seven tries in seven games, I think it is. Seven tries, yeah, seven tries in seven games. So been a pretty good finish for Xavier Coates. And he's finally starting to look like 
the player that we thought he could be. Uh, obviously, last year scored 16 tries. This year scored 16 tries as well. So heading in the right direction there, a very, very talented footballer. But this this highlight, if you get a chance to watch it, it all comes down to Cam Munster. He just cuts through the defense there like a hot knife through butter. He is absolutely flying. And I'm not sure if there's anything scarier in rugby league than Cam Munster at full flight with space in front of him. Had a pretty disappointing game against the Dragons last week. But Jeezy bounced back with a bang in this one. Let's move to number three. Graham. Wallace. Down to Garima. It's a Jermaine The NRL's leading try scorer. What a tackle. Tom Dearden. And Zach Laybutt's in there too. But Tom Dearden, he wrestled him back across the try line. What about this tackle? This was unreal. And shout out to Tommy Dearden. This is his second feature in the top 10 plays of the week. The first one was a brilliant pass. What we know halfbacks for. The second one is a huge defensive effort. Now, Jermaine Asako, he has made a living out of the last 25 weeks stepping off his right foot and no one getting anywhere near him. Sometimes they don't even give a hand on him. Quite often, they they body up with him, but he's just simply too strong. Speed is power. And Jermaine Asako has been near impossible to stop in these situations throughout this season. Tommy Dearden, of all people, he's the one that does it. We saw him come into Origin 3 last year and absolutely blow it away in the Origin Arena. He has got such a big career ahead of him, Tommy Dearden, and it's plays like this that are true Origin moments, and it's what's going to separate him from the rest throughout his career. Keep in mind, this was the halfback that was meant to be the next big thing, then the Broncos completely shit the bed, and he went from the next big thing at Brisbane to, we don't even want you in the building. We don't even want to be patient with you. We do not see a future with you. We just want want you to leave and he's gone to the North Queensland Cowboys took him all the way to a prelim last year and then this year he's come in and done tremendously well as well and he will come into the Origin Arena over the next few years when DCE eventually pulls the curtain down on his illustrious Origin career Tommy Dearden will be the guy and as a New South Welshman it honestly does scare me a great defensive play there that's two plays in the top 10 from Tommy Dearden pretty special stuff let's move to number two it was on Walker now Smith Bullocking run, Walker back with it, stepping nicely, Walker bouncing, Sam Walker, welcome back young man. Welcome back young man is exactly right, Sam Walker came back into first grade this week, I thought it was a really controversial call because I thought Drew Hutchinson, he had been playing some amazing footy over the last couple of weeks, I personally wouldn't have brought Sam Walker back in with their season on the line, a must win game. I would have kept with Hutcho simply because he'd done the job over the last few weeks. Trent Robinson, he's backed in the young bloke. Keep in mind, obviously Walker's been out with injury, but before he was injured, he was just dropped from the first grade squad altogether. So Trent Robinson made a big decision to bring Sam Walker back in. Shout out to Brandon Smith, a guy that I've said time and time again, I don't think should be the hooker for the Sydney Roosters. I think he should be playing through the middle. He took a number of very good scoots in this game. So start and see positive signs out of cheese. There is no denying that whatsoever. Got the offload to Sam Sam Walker, and then, geez, he's just so quick on his feet, isn't he? He's one of those guys, he doesn't look that fast the way he moves, but I don't know, just guys around him always seem to be moving slower than what he is. He's a very, very talented guy, Sam Walker. There was a few times he could have passed and offload, pinned the ears back, backed himself, and the Sydney Roosters won this one over the West Tigers. Taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs next week in a must-win game. You would assume James Tedesco comes back in, and Joey Manu, it sounds like he's going to be 50-50, but they will be without JWH as well. South Sydney... 
coming off one of the worst bye weeks of all time. Sam Burgess has left. There's whispers, rumours floating around everywhere. Big, big test for Sam Walker next week. We'll see how he handles it. Let's move to the number one moment of the week, according to NRL.com. Tough afternoon for Bulldogs fans. Could get tougher now. Jerry Evans away. Sarbent support. He won't need him. Yes, he will play till he's 40. He might be the first one to play till he's 50. What about DCE? A fantastic game this week. I brought him into Supercoach. If you've listened to that podcast, brought it up a few times. Very, very happy with the trade-in. He killed it this week. DCE, very impressive stuff. Obviously, this is his second feature uh, on this list. He threw a ball to the ground. I think it was play number eight or nine or something like that in this countdown where the Bulldogs swooped it up and managed to go the other end. The rest of the game, he was tremendous. And this try, I think he gets it from dummy half, beats the first marker, which I think is Jade Nockenborg. Poor old Jade Nockenborg. He was in all sorts. DCE pins the ears back and goes. I know DCE's had some great years throughout his career, but I personally think he's playing his best footy right now. And I think that we're going to look back on the career of DCE. And, you know, he won a premiership in his first year in the NRL. He was Rookie of the Year into uh, a premiership winner. Then two years later, he obviously won the Clive Church on the losing grand final. He hasn't really played in any huge games outside of Origin since then. But I think we're going to look back at the last few years of DCE's career, and especially what he's done for the Queensland Maroons, and look back and go, wow, that was the peak of DCE. It has been a wild, wild career for DCE, the way it's all played out. Just burst onto the scene and exploded early. Then he was going to the Titans. Then he didn't. Then he was sort of in the Maroon side as a 14, Kangaroos 14, and then got to the back end of the careers of Thurston, Cronk, Smith, all these guys. He was made Queensland captain, and we all thought... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How the hell is this guy Queensland captain? It felt like he didn't even fit in with the team a year ago. And now we look back and go, of course he's the Queensland captain. And he was the perfect guy to take the Queensland Maroons out of that era of Smith, Cronk, Thurston, all these sort of guys. And now for me, as wild as it sounds, I think for me, DCE goes down as an origin legend. He really does. What he has managed to do with this Queensland side and some of the performances he's had during that period against most of the time Nathan Cleary, who I think we would all agree is a more talented halfback than DCE, but between the years and just understanding the game, DCE is just about unmatched in the origin arena over the last few years. So it's been an incredible few seasons. Obviously, the Manly Seagulls, they are out of final contention and DCE would be devastated by that. But Christ, he had a wow of a game this week. I think they played the West Tigers at Brookvale Oval next week, and that is going to be a scary, scary matchup for the West Tigers there, because I think DC is going to put on an absolute show and give us something to remember to finish season 2023. All right, guys, that is the top 10 plays from round 26, 2023 on NRL.com. Go and have a look at it if you would like to uh, see your own reaction and whatnot. I'll try and do this next week, and hopefully they do this throughout the finals, but I think it might be something uh, that we include in the podcast roster for 2023. Let me know if you enjoyed this content and the way it played out. And if you do, we will bring it back and we will hopefully uh, do it every single week next year as well.